So a lot of people are talking about, you know, the the law to end abortion. And I thought I would put my two cents in it because I think that as women, we need to use our voice for more than screaming. <laughs> um, we need to really just speak on our truths, our pains, and our rights. We have rights as women. And I think that we need to start using our voice to make everything we want come to pass and even to restrict laws. So um, when I think about, you know, the abortion law coming to pass, what I think about is trauma. Not many people know this, but I had an abortion when I was 15. Um, Initially, I was a 15-year-old prostitute, and it kills me to say that, but that's my truth. You know, I was fooling around in a dark world where men twice my age saw me as a good time. My mentality at the time was like most 15-year-olds struggling with body image and poverty. First of all, I was developed way before 15. I was developed by like 12, um, before most of people in my class and in my school were developed, I was already, my body had already maturely developed. So I already had men looking at me. Add to that molestation as a child and child abuse, and you've got yourself a lost girl who is desperately crying for help. That was me. 15, I wasn't really having sex with guys. I had lost my virginity. Um... I had about three boyfriends since the time I lost my virginity. In fact, I was actually dating a guy who I genuinely liked, and he was older than me. Um, I will admit that he was older than me, but I wasn't even entertaining the possibility of having a baby with him. But there I was, you know, 15, knocked up by a man, old enough to be my father, and I found out that I was pregnant right when I went to go get birth control. I kid you not. I went to get birth control, and they told me I was pregnant. So I had to juggle the decision of should I, shouldn't I, and I tragically ended on no. That traumatized me. It was really traumatic. And it was traumatic because I would have given anything to keep that child, you know? I would have given anything to get my life together and make sure that that child had everything. But I knew my decision came from a place of genuine love and not like okay, I'm pregnant. I'm going to keep a baby. I want a baby. Let's have a baby. Um, it was just like, when I really looked at me, I guess that was the first time I had a reflection. When I really looked at the situation and looked at my life and then looked at where I was at the time, 15, pregnant, uh, barely surviving, what I saw was, you know, undeveloped me. And so I struggled with the decision, but Ultimately, I made the decision not to keep the baby. And now I look back a decade later with two children <laughs> and um, I'm at peace. I have my two children. I'm at peace with my decision. It took me so long to get to a point where I was okay with my decision. It wasn't easy. It's still not easy to think about it. I try to... Um, I try not to think about it in such negative terms because it's been so long, but I still think about it, you know? It's still a part of me, and so I do think about it. One thing I am certain about is that as much as I love what was growing inside of me, it would not have made me the woman I am today, and that child would have suffered, and it would have suffered tremendously. The child would have had to deal with pain, and it would have had to heal from demons that it didn't own. 
So I'm grateful for the opportunity of an abortion because I'm at peace with it now and I'm pro-choice. I know a lot of people are like one-sided, like either it's black or it's white, but me, I am pro-choice because over the years I've witnessed undeveloped, traumatized women bring children into a world when they weren't healed themselves, you know, and these children have had to take on demons that they didn't ask for. Um, I've watched as children have committed suicide. I've watched as women have committed suicide because they weren't ready, because they were stressed, because, you know, life got the best of them, because they never healed, because so many reasons, right? And now we have privileged white men raping us of our bodily rights. I think that is total bullshit. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can do with my body and to hold other people who are just doing what women want accountable? Like, how can you put someone in jail or threaten to take someone's license or put them in jail because someone wants an abortion? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I just want to know. And I want to say this. We will not spread our legs and let you take our privilege. We will fight or we will perish. I do not give no fucks, zero fucks, what the fuck these laws are coming to pass. We will not let them pass. We as women have to use our voice. We have to stick up for each other. We have to, we have to tell the world what we want and we have to take it. We keep letting people take things from us, rape us of our rights. We need to step up. We need to tell Congress that we will not take this. We keep letting white old men, privileged old white men, tell us what we can do with our bodies. How about we just steal those, those rights back? How about that? So I say that to say this. I'm not going to let anyone take something from me without a fight. Because one day someone is going to commit suicide because they were raped and they are pregnant or they were raped by their father and it was incest or their uncle and it was incest and they were pregnant and they can't do anything about it. And that hurts me. We have to fight back. And they're going to commit suicide. Let that sink in. Someone is going to commit suicide because we are letting white, privileged men take our bodily rights. And I know a lot of people are like, well, just don't open your legs, just this, just that. But it's more than that. What happens when you aren't opening your legs and someone opens it for you? What happens when you're undeveloped and naive and people take advantage of you, but your capacity to understand that at the time is not there? It has not developed. You are undeveloped. What happens then? What happens when you're in a domestic violence situation and your boyfriend or your husband is raping you? And you get pregnant and now you have to carry his child. What happens then? These are the rights of women. We are here. We are not leaving. We will make noise. We will shake shit up. And that's just my two pieces and my two cents on it. Take it or leave it. This is Elisa May from HappilyHillMom.com. And I hope I have a rally of women, badass women, with me because we need it. We really, really, we really, really do need it. I'm out.